get ready for another flashback on SkyPilotRadio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, I love Alvin and the Chipmunks. Have I said that before? Hey, what's up, Dank? gosh. Hey, it's time for the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, me, Mark Chaplin. That's uh, C H A P L I N, like Charlie Chaplin. Here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, the best city in the world. Well, I know New York and L.A. are pretty good, Chicago, Miami. But Vegas, what did they say? The best. Biggest, little, coolest city in the world. Something like that. What's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's, that's probably the saying I like best. But uh, in America, it's our city of lights. Like Paris is uh, to France. A lot of lights. Those lights are like Christmas. They bring you in to gamble. All the casinos have bright lights and nice sounds and pleasant atmosphere. So you'll feel lucky. But you probably won't be because those places don't stay open because you win, folks. They stay open because you lose. I think of only about three out of ten people that come in are going to win or break even. I mean, this comedian, I, I can't take credit for it. He says, you know, take a look at the casino's place and then look at your house and who's winning? <laughs> they are. I mean, once in a while, like they say, a blind squirrel finds a nut. You know, you're going to get lucky. I've gotten lucky, but more times than not, I either break even. Uh, when I start to lose, I leave. Last time I was there, I, I dropped some money and uh wasn't pleasant. I think I made that clear on my last show. I don't want to rag on the casinos too much because it's a choice you have to go or not to go. And I do like to go. And I like to play the lottery, the you know, the uh, Mega Bucks and Powerball and all that and scratch-offs. And, but you have to be disciplined. Sometimes I get a little crazy, and I think I'm feeling lucky, and, well, it doesn't work out that way. Speaking of lucky, or talent, the Celtics are up 3-0 on the 76ers after an overtime win. I can't remember the score, 101-98, to 98, something like that. Very close. Very good game. Jason Tatum had a great game. No team has ever come back from 3-0. And in the same breath, I'm going to say that a team that I hate and a player that I hate, but I respect, LeBron, they're up 3-0 on Toronto, the number one team. Toronto's got to be feeling awful. I mean, they were the number one team. This was the year. I believe it's the first time they're ever ranked number one as a franchise. I think they got into two or three a few times, but the first time they've ever been ranked number one. And... LeBron James and the Cavaliers, I mean, LeBron's scoring like 40 points a game, 20 rebounds, and 8, 9 assists. He's, he's just doing it all. And why they don't put two guys on him when he crosses half court is beyond me. I never got more than a JV assistant varsity coach filling in, summer league coach varsity. But I, even I, if I see a great player in the other team, there's somebody you can leave open. Not Kyle Korver, of course, or J.R. Smith, guys that can can threes, or Kevin Love. But that fifth guy that's out there, maybe you leave him open. Tristan Thompson, is he going to kill you with a three? No. You have somebody protect the paint a little bit. And I'm just saying, if you're going to let, if you're going to put a guy 6'2 on LeBron, 
he's going to torch them all night. He's either going to dunk on them or he can just shoots over everybody or goes right to the hoop. So both teams up in the semifinals in the East, three zip. And it's looking good. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are playing well, but so aren't the Yankees. Right behind them, I think, a game and a half. They're both on track to win like 80-something games. So one of them is going to be champ. Probably the other one's going to be uh, wild card. We'll have to, you know, it all depends on streaks and injuries and long ways to go yet. We'll have to see. But this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I want to thank you for tuning in, and we hope you're lucky out there. If you're playing or doing whatever you're doing, hope I hope the luck of the Irish is with you. In other news, well, I guess you call it news information. Um, I read a thing, uh, well, I saw it on CNN or Fox someplace, one of those news networks, said that guarding, gardening in the nude is good for you. Hmm. And I've been watching those shows like uh, Naked and Afraid, Naked on an Island, Bare Ass. I mean, it's, they all look, they look like they need a bath. You just want to take one of those power hoses to them or throw them in the river with a bar of soap. Why do they have to look so dirty? I know it's for a fact for the show. You know, it all started when those writers went on strike, all these reality shows, when they went on strike like 15, 16 years ago. And uh, so they had to start coming up with different ideas, so they started doing reality shows where you really don't need writers, supposedly. But anyways, uh, I was watching this, and it says, gardening in the nude is good for your health. And I'm thinking... First of all, I'm not really much of a gardener. Uh, second of all, if I did garden, I wouldn't do it in my bare ass. I wouldn't want bugs crawling up my butt or into my crotch. Or that's that just sounds rather disgusting, and it doesn't make me want to eat any vegetables. But uh, that's just me, folks. And then I saw something. They had a new special about the rapper Meek. Meek, I think it's M-E-E-K-S or Meek. He's from the Boston area, was put in jail for something he didn't do, and Robert Kraft and some others helped get him out. Now he's a big-time rapper. He was at the Celtics game the other day, decked out in uh, Celtic green, so he's a big Celtics fan. And that sawed-off midget Kevin Hart was from Philadelphia, and he was at the game. And he's running out into the court, and some of my uh, Toucher and Rich, my favorite sports show, 6 a.m. in the morning, it's on television, it's on NBC Sports here. I don't know what it is in Boston on the radio, but anyways, um, they <laughs> they talk about sports, but they talk about other things too, uh, quite a bit. And they were talking about, uh, you know, he was at the Celtics game sitting with Robert Kraft, this Meeks, Meeks, and he got a bum rap, and and um, Robert Kraft and some others helped get him out of uh, prison. But anyways, uh, they were talking about how Kevin Hart. Who I don't. I think he's okay. He's he's not out. He's not hilarious. He's okay. He's running out onto the floor. And Boston, and he's a Philly fan. Mouthing off mouth. Well, he left. Philly blew the lead, and they got behind. And he left with like two minutes to go. Yeah, big fan you are, Kevin Hart. And you saw it off midget. Big fan. I didn't see him at the Philly game. The third. They, they, the Philly thought they'd won the third game. Because that Russian guy, whatever he was, Merkinov or Krokshinov or Vodkinov, whatever his name is, he hit like a, what they thought was a three to win it, but his foot, both feet were on the line. Wasn't even close. 
And uh, so they called it a two, went into overtime. Celtics got down in overtime by four points with a minute ten left to go. And they had a couple steals, and they ended up winning by three. And you should have seen the Philadelphia fans. They all look like they just shit all over their selves. And uh, I love it. And they'll be playing again. The uh, Western Conference Series, oh, by the way, the Bruins are out of it. They got knocked out by Tampa Bay. I had the Bruins going to the Stanley Cup. But I guess uh, Tampa Bay is a good team. They were kind of neck and neck throughout the year. But the Bruins started to hit Donato and McAvoy and Charlie. They had they just got healthy a little over halfway through the year, and it looked like they were they were really kicking butt, winning games, and scoring a lot of goals. And you know, hockey's uh, like soccer. You can dominate and lose. You can sometimes even suck and win. It's opportunities for goals. Uh, you know, breaks uh, because they're coming to premium. But uh, so the Bruins are out. They got beat by Tampa Bay, and I really don't care who wins it now. I don't think a Canadian team, NHL team, has won it for like 20-something years. I'm not sure. Might be Vancouver Canucks, the last team to win it from Canada. I have to give Tampa Bay the nod. I mean, they've been good all year, and it looks like, uh, you know, they beat the Bruins, and it was, you know, well, I, th I had the Bruins going to the Stanley Cup. Western Conference uh, NBA is 3-1 uh, uh, for Houston over Utah, and that's going to finish up. And uh, it's 3-1 uh, Golden State Warriors over New Orleans Pelicans. So I think those will finish up soon. And uh, Boston and Cleveland are both up 3-0 over Toronto and the Sixers, respectively, so we'll have to see what happens. Uh, finally getting some decent weather, although uh, it'll be nice for a day and then rain for a couple days here in the Northeast, but uh, we're supposed to start getting some nice weather, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, and I want to thank you for listening, no matter where you are or who you are, unless you're a terrorist, of course. We don't like that. In uh, political news, uh, it seems like... Uh, What's her name? Stormy Daniels went on Saturday Night Live as a guest spot to try to rag on Trump. What a mess. But let's not forget, and you know I don't like politicians, I don't like Democrats or Republicans, but I do find liberals, their hypocrisy is really annoying. But uh, I, I don't even think Saturday Night Live has been funny for years myself. I think there's funnier people, funnier ideas, and funnier shows, but... Of course, they're with NBC, so they're going to get top billing. Uh, John McCain is fighting a uh, brain tumor again. He's been fighting one thing or another for the last 10 years, but he keeps on. He's a, he's a fighter, man. He keeps on uh, keeps on fighting and keeps on uh, moving on. So it's going to take a lot to knock him out of the game, I think. But uh, you know, we'll have to see. There was, uh, speaking of illnesses, there was a boy in, uh, I believe, Alabama. A little 13-year-old boy got hurt in a dune buggy accident and had a bad head injury. He was in a coma. The parents decided to donate his organs, and he wakes up. And I guess he's doing fine. So I don't know if the prayers were involved or what happened, but uh, these things do happen. And so God bless him. And God bless the family. That's great. How happy they must be to have their little boy back. There's a picture of him 
and he's bright-eyed. He's not smiling. He looks like he's been, you know, in a bit of a shock area, but, you know, you, anyone could understand that. So, um, the, uh, that's a great, that's, that's great news. That's so great. I wish that would happen more often. You know. Tiger Woods is, uh, out golfing again, and I'm not much of a golfer. I, I think I told you folks, I I tried golfing, you know, the divots, the pieces of grass, they would go further than the ball or I'd banana slice it. I used to like, um, I used to like driving, I used to have driving ranges all over the place. I used to like to drive the, the golf ball and I was, uh, you know, I was okay at that. But as far as trying to hit it into a little hole with precision, wasn't my cup of tea and don't like dragging around a golf bag uh, and it's 90 something degrees and the humidity and the bugs are chasing you but I understand it I mean I have cousins and friends that love golfing and you you know it's just not for me I just don't care for the atmosphere I mean, golf clubs are golf golf uh, courses are very nice they're very pretty very scenic and of course the, what do they call it the 19th hole the bar um, I mean, I hang out in those places uh, waiting for my cousins or watching them golf. But uh, golf is just not for me. I suck at it. But I, you know, I do appreciate those who play it and uh, just not for me. So I haven't really followed much uh, golfers. And I really don't understand. I'm sorry. Watching it on TV. And he's at the 13th hole. Is uh, everybody still asleep? And the crowd, you know, cheers. I, I don't, I just don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. But that's just me. But I did enjoy, you know, seeing my cousins. They have a good time, and I used to like to, like I said, drive the golf balls. That was, uh, that was fun for me. I was watching Doctor Oz the other day. You know, that show on TV. I call him Doctor Popo because he's always talking about poop. My grandfather used to call it Popo, he'd say. He'd make a funny face, he'd be like, you gotta go Popo? You know, it was better than saying crap or the, you know, you know, Dugan or whatever. <laughs> but I call him Dr. Popo because he's always talking about poop. And uh, I know it's important, uh, digestion, all that, I get it. But not, you know, not exactly dinner table talk or uh, talk on a date. Hey, have you pooped today? <clears throat> and um, I get it, uh, and he—I he, like Dr. Oz. I mean, he's trying to help people. He's a—he's a you know brilliant doctor, and he's giving out advice and free advice to people on his show. Uh, the only thing is, uh, he's always suggesting supplements every show: vitamin A, B, C, D, E, G, F, J, J, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Take this, take that. Well, if you took everything that he suggested. Raspberry ketone for dieting and blah 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 blah. Well, you'd you'd be uh, you'd be taking pills all effing day long. You know, you'd be sitting there from uh, time you get up to the time you go. Uh, people already have to take enough uh, it, with their prescriptions. So taking supplements, which I do, I I uh, I take uh, things from my prostate and liver, kidney pills, and. Uh, Glucosamine, chondroitin for the joints, MSM for the pain in the joints. Sure, 
when you hit 50, you're, you're going to be doing that. And I know some people have to take it early if they get uh, onset early arthritis or juvenile arthritis. I get it. But the other day he was talking about the lottery, and he said that the winning the lottery could ruin your life. Now, are you kidding me, Dr. Oz, or Dr. Popo, as I call you? Are you kidding me? Now, I know the, the odds of winning the lottery are like getting hit by lightning, but really, if you want to get hit by lightning, all you'd have to do is go outside during a really bad storm with tinfoil on your head or an antenna, or both, and you'd probably get hit. So you can kind of make it happen. But um, winning the lottery is going to ruin your life? Isn't being poor kind of ruining your life? I mean, with Dr. Popo, are you giving up your Mercedes-Benz and your million-dollar house? You're going to go live in a tent? You're going to live in an apartment, a two-room apartment? I don't think so. That's just stupid talk. So what? If you win the lottery and you blow it all in the week, so what? You had fun. You're not taking it with you. Nobody's been able to yet that I know of. There's no bank of heaven or bank of hell or bank of limbo or bank of uh, atheism, I just know you can't take it with you. This, that hasn't been done yet. Many have thought about it and tried and had themselves frozen, hopefully wake up in the future to cash out. It just doesn't happen. So winning the lottery, if you win it, folks, if you're playing it, have fun with it. Uh, the casino kind of sucks. You can go there and really lose your shirt. I found winning, I can have to do better playing Mega Bucks or Powerballs or the scratch-offs. If you buy you know, like a $10 scratch-off and you buy three or four, you're probably going to win something. If you buy five $5 ones, then you're probably going to win at least $5 back because they give you the odds. The odds of winning in a casino are not good. I've kind of studied it. So, But anyways, if you play the lottery and you win it, whether it's a... 10,000 or 100,000 or a million or 10 million, whatever it is. Have fun with it. Give it away. So what? Give it to charity. Give it to St. Jude's. Give it to the, you know, Salvation Army. Give it to something. You know, feed kids. Give, give it to a children's hospital. Give it to a homeless center. Give it to an animal shelter. Give it away. You're not taking it with you. And so what? You blew it. You had fun. Or you're smart, you put it away, you put it in, uh, you know, annuities and, and uh, certain funds that can only be taken out. If you put a million dollars in the bank, I think you get enough just about to live off a year, 50000 something like that. 50000 thousand a year would be the interest if you don't touch a million something dollars. I'm no financial wizard, folks. Okay, of course not. I'm not a Wall Street guy, but I... I know a little, as uh, De Niro said in one movie, I can't remember which one, I know a little bit about a little bit. And I know that if, you know, if you want to have one a little, if you win the lottery or you get money somehow through some kind of uh, casino or some kind of contest or it's left to you, you want to blow it, go ahead. So what? I mean... Better to be a little careful with it, put some aside, and uh, put some in stocks and bonds, or just let it grow interest. But uh, him saying that it's a curse, it's a terrible curse, he's an idiot for the saying that. Stick to prescribing medicines and giving suggestions and making sure everyone has the proper bowel movement, Dr. Popo. Please. 
winning the lottery. Well, if it's a curse, it's a curse I want. If it's trouble, uh, it's the kind of trouble I would want. I would love to win the lottery because I would help others. I would help my friends and families. I, I'm not greedy. I wouldn't, you know, I think most people would be pretty uh, generous with it, you know? But that's just my two cents. I think you're probably, if you're listening to me, you're probably thinking the same thing I am. Yeah, I'll win the lottery, and if it's a curse, I'll take it. You know? So what? You know, it's, uh, I remember watching a movie once with uh, Howard Hughes, the one from Vegas. Uh, he was visiting Catherine Hepburn's parents, and uh, they were snobby, snotty people, and I never could stand her. <laughs> like when somebody said she's like a car starting up in the morning in the winter. <laughs> oh, Norman. Shut up, you old poop. You old poop, Norman, or something like Remember that golden pawn? But um, <clears throat> I never could stand her. Now, I had nothing against her, but she, uh, she, her, that voice would just make you go through the ceiling. Well, it was a true story about uh, Howard Hughes. I think it was played by Leonardo DiCaprio, my old basketball buddy from uh, Burbank, Oakwood Apartments. North Hollywood, California, Toluca Lake, actually. But anyways, uh, you know, he, um, they were having dinner. He was having dinner at Catherine Hepburn's, and the, one of the parents or somebody in the family says, we don't talk about money at the table. Uh, it's uh, improper, and the money doesn't really matter. And Howard Hughes says, people that have money always say that money doesn't matter. <laughs> Ask the people that don't have any if money matters. So people living on the streets or can't make their uh, mortgage payments or can't make a car payment or struggle, uh, that's bullshit, folks. Money matters. If you got some, have fun with it, be careful with it, and uh, try to deal with it wisely. That's my two cents. <laughs> and I'm going to continue to go to the lottery, play the lottery, play Mega Bucks Powerball, the scratchy tickets. I don't go crazy with those. You have to be disciplined. You have to, same as if you go into a casino, go in with a couple hundred bucks. If you lose it, you have to treat it like you went to a Celtics game or a Yankees game or wherever you're at, Kansas City. You have to treat it like you went to a, you know, a football game or a concert. You know, some concerts, are the tickets are astronomical. You know, or a Broadway play where the tickets are a couple hundred dollars a piece and you got to pay for parking and a dice dinner and all that. You know, you got to look at it like that. At least in the casino, you get the people watch, maybe you have a few drinks. Maybe you win. You know, maybe at least you get your money back. And better better even if you uh, win. Win a lot of money. Doesn't happen a lot. You don't hear those bells and whistles going off all that much. Yay, somebody won. I was at the casino the last few times, and the last time I was there for about, oh, well, I stayed there overnight, the Hollywood Casino in Bangor, Bangor Maine. And uh, I didn't hear any bells and whistles going off. I don't think anybody won much of anything. Uh, I think about a couple months ago I was there and somebody, some lady had won like five grand. And of course they post it when somebody wins. But they don't tell you how much they dropped trying to win the fine five grand. But like I say, it's part of the, you have to treat it like, uh, you have to treat it like it's entertainment. Because it is, it's your entertainment. And if you win, hey, God bless you and good luck and if you lose don't go crazy i mean I, i've heard horror stories about people losing their shirts not being able to pay their mortgage and that goes for take buying 
scratch off tickets too. You got to be disciplined. Have a budget, keep within the budget. And I mean, uh, once in a while, okay, I stray, I go a little off the deep end and I might spend more than I wanted to and lose some. But more often than not, uh, stay within your parameters of what you want to spend. And that goes with a casino or concerts or whatever you're doing, uh, gambling-wise. Just common sense, like Dr. Phil says. Quick sports, a update for you. After all that bitching and moaning about the lottery and Dr. Von Popo, also known as Dr. Oz, uh, the Cavaliers have swept Toronto. Rough for Toronto. They got uh, beaten in the hockey by the Bruins, who got eliminated by Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is going to win the uh, Stanley Cup. And the Cavaliers swept the number one team, the uh, Toronto Raptors. And the Celtics are up 3-1. They lost uh, in Philadelphia game four by like 10 points. So it's back to Boston. But, uh, man, Toronto just number one team swept out of the playoffs. I mean, they barely got by the first round. They, they're not that good, Toronto. I mean, if Celtics were healthy and had Gordon Hayward or even Kyrie Black play, and they probably could have taken number one spot. So uh, it's going to be uh, Cleveland against uh, probably Boston unless they do an epic choke, which has never been done. So, well, that's the latest sports date, uh, update here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Hope you're enjoying the show, and I'm glad you tuned in. And when I want to personally thank you, I would send you a card if I know where you are. So I'm going to send you a verbal or an audio card saying thank you for listening here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Your best place for talk radio in the whole world, folks, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hey, has your cell phone been ringing and it's somebody you don't know? Sure it has. I bet it has. You know, like I said before, the fiasco with the Facebook selling the uh, information, your information. Well, that's been going on since the telephone book days were out. You buy a magazine back in the 60s and 70s, and the people that uh, you sell, buy the magazine from, they sell your information. Hey, this guy bought or lady bought uh, this magazine. Maybe they'll buy this one, too. So that's been around for a long time, selling of information from the phone book to you getting magazines or a newspaper. If you get one, you're going to get offers for others. Credit cards, credit card companies sell your information. Uh, investment companies sell your information. I know because when I was uh, teaching, in the summertime I worked for some investment companies doing investments for films and other things. Um, and uh, we got, uh, have you ever seen the, the movie Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? You get leads. And those leads are bought and they're sold and they're generated. So um, you're getting calls probably now like I've gotten and most everybody's gotten as I've done some research on my Facebook page of all places. The place that uh, had the uh, controversy a little while back. I'm not worried about it. I use Facebook. It's free. As long as it's free I'm going to use it. It's good for me to stay in touch with my college uh, buddies, high school friends, uh, business partners, other comedians, other radio personalities, so forth and so on, filmmakers. So I'm going to continue to use it. But you've probably gotten calls uh, 
saying that you won the lottery. You have won the lottery. All you need to do is send uh, $1,000 to pay for the shipping. I have to pay for shipping? A friend of mine answered it and said, yeah, you go ahead and you keep the lottery and give it to your grandchildren. <laughs> the guy got pissed off. He said, F you. That was funny. So you're probably getting calls because they had cell phone companies, the sons of bitches, have sold your information. And you're probably getting calls about winning the lottery or you owe the IRS. Yes, you owe the IRS uh, money. If you don't come, if you don't send money right away, we're going to put you in jail. We're going to send the shit. Well, they don't do that. You have to have a court hearing and all that before you ever go to jail. It's not debtor's prison or anything like that. The IRS doesn't call you. If they're coming for you, they'll come for you. And you'll get your day in court. You're probably going to lose because they're bastards themselves. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. We could go into the whole taxation thing because technically the IRS shouldn't exist. Uh, there's been a long-standing controversy about that. They need to be retooled, the whole tax system. But that's another show. So you're probably getting calls about winning the lottery or you owe the IRS. Or someone told me they won a free vacation. But all they have to do is pay the taxes or some kind of handling fee. Folks, remember your grandma telling you that if it's too good to or your grandpa or both of them telling you, uh, or a wise uncle or aunt or neighbor telling you, if it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Very, very seldom do you get something free and usually have to work for it or pay for it. And you feel much better by doing that anyway. Now, I do go to the casino, as I said earlier in the show, and I play the lottery, and if I win, I've earned it because I played it. But I'm not paying any shipping or handling charges to win some South American or African Congo or from whatever country in Africa, Somalia, or wherever it's they're calling from. But they scam people all the time, every day, out of millions in America. Because people are just really, you know, you want to use the word ignorant, but it's really stupid. Don't send money to people you don't know. Whether you want to go uh, dating them, or it's a, you won a car, you won the lottery. W don't send people money that you don't. I mean, yeah, don't send people money that you don't know. Simple rule. Even if you do know them, don't send it to them. <laughs> There's an even better rule. As Shakespeare said, neither a lender or a borrower be. I mean, of course you're going to help out your family if you got kids in college. My dad and my mom and the others helped me out in college, even though my parents were divorced. My dad would come to my ball games in high school and, and some in college when he could. They lived, uh, we lived in two separate towns. I would visit him in the summer, about an hour or so away, hour and a half. And uh, so, but unless it's your kids and you know it's them, because there's that scam out too where they call saying they've got your son in court or jail, he needs to be bailed and you need to send the money or give a credit card. Don't give your credit. And there's another one, the credit card. Oh, we can lower your uh, rates. Just give us all your information. And by, yeah, but when you do that, you're going to be giving them information and it's going to be, uh, they're going to be using your card. Now, I've had my, I've been with Capital One for 20 years almost. I have two cards, and I, l I enjoy them, and I, they're a fair company. And so, um, you know, uh, it's really, because they, tr they can trick the, uh, the companies into thinking, uh, they can manipulate the, the, c the caller ID into um, having you think that's really the credit card company calling.
and it's uh, it's not. It's a scam. So be careful. Last time I got that call, I said to the guy, he, this is a credit card call. We need your information, please. I said, well, if you're my credit card company, you have my information. You have my numbers. You know more than I do. And he hung right up. They usually hang up fast when you, when you bust them. So, folks, don't fall for any scam calls. And, you know, the elderly are, are uh, you know, they're exposed to this, too, and they're very vulnerable to this, so you, uh, you have to be careful. Be careful out there, as they say. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, from uh, information to news here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, um, it appears that uh, Donald J. Trump, and you know I'm not political, uh, I don't uh, like politicians, and uh, I'm not a communist, I'm not a socialist, I'm more of a libertarian, and we need a third party, <coughs> but that's going to be years away from happening, because the two crappy uh, parties that are in there now are just too powerful. But regardless of that, uh, President Trump, and, and you know what, I show uh, respect to the President, no matter who it is, if it's Obama, which is why I called Obama, because all he did was blah, blah, blah. He never did anything, in my opinion. Not much, and uh, I, I know it's hard for presidents to do things at times, but uh, <clears throat> if they control the House and the Senate, it's a little easier, of course. But that being aside, uh, Trump has decided to pull out of the Iran nuclear deal that gave Iran, Obama administration gave them, I can't remember how many billions. We should have kept that money, first of all. Anybody remember the Iran hostages from 1980? Yeah, I was just uh, starting to teach when that happened, and they kept our hostages. But they let them out real fast when Reagan took over, because Reagan was sending the Marines, boy. They were out, they were out that door real fast, because he wasn't messing around. And of course, the Iranians, they didn't like uh, Carter anyway, because they felt he was too close to the former Shah of Iran. But uh, anyways, they've decided to pull out uh, and the other countries like England and France and NATO countries, they're countries that were in on this, Germany, they are disappointed, I do believe, and uh, <clears throat> they will still be in on it. But uh, we are going to throw sanctions against uh, Iran again uh, because we don't trust them. And they're afraid that uh, Iran, which is already hates Israel, uh, might attack Israel. Israel's been bombing them secretly not admitting it, and I don't blame them, for years bombing their facilities when they can, missile sites particularly. So, um, you know, that's going to continue to happen, but hopefully it doesn't flare up something even bigger, because the Russians, the Syrians, and the Iranians are kind of all on the same side, and it would be, uh, it would be a catastrophe. Uh, they say it's going to make uh, gas prices go up. We'll have to see about that. Like I said, I thought under Donald J. Trump, who I'm a bit disappointed in so far, too, and even some of his cohorts have been disappointed, some of the ones at uh, Hannity and Laura Ingram and some, uh, Ann Coulter, some of the other ones, they've, they've been kind of disappointing, disappointed in his, uh, I mean, they're happy about some of the things he's done, but they're more concerned about the border, you know, security than they are, you know, Iran or some of these other things that don't really matters to us that much as uh, border security does. 
So um, they're a little scared of uh, some reprisals. And of course, gas prices may go up. And I don't understand that gas prices should be coming down because uh, we're drilling everywhere. We're even drilling in the uh, White House lawn, I heard. So I would love to see gas prices go down so everybody can afford to do something, go someplace. And it's kind of ridiculous. Like I said, no more gas wars. It's uh, manipulative. Isn't, and isn't there an antitrust law against that? I mean, like I said, milk and other things, products are all over the place, different prices. Too bad you couldn't get gas online, huh? Maybe Amazon would have it really cheap. There's an idea. Only if we could, folks. Only if we could. Some very quick movie reviews here. Uh, there's a movie out there called House Shark. And I do believe it was made with a camera phone, one of those deals. It's kind of campy, like, uh, uh, was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? And I chuckled a little bit at it. I don't know if it's worth buying or purchasing, but I don't know. It was, it was kind of funny. Of course, I'm going to have to give it a, a D because it's really bad acting and really bad, uh, uh, bad storyline, just bad. But uh, one of those where you might get a few chuckles. Then there's a movie... Um, I can only imagine. True story about uh, a singer. I won't give away anything else. But it's very good. He was abused as a kid by his father. And uh, turns out to be a talented uh, singer. I'll have to let you see that for yourself. There's a movie called A Thousand Yard Stare. I think it was on Netflix, but I'm not sure. About a World War II veteran. Again, kind of campy. Give it about a C because uh, the acting is not very good. Uh, movie Wetlands, about a murder, escapade, and I'd have to give that the, the act. There's a couple well-known actors in it, and they did okay, but the other actors are kind of campy and really uh, not very good. I have to give it a, a C-. minus. And, of course, I already covered The Avengers. I'm completely kind of lost on that because I really don't follow those movies. I watched them all. But I really don't follow them, what's going on. But I do watch them just so I can review them. And they're, they're okay. I'm not a huge fan, but I do watch them. So uh, that's it. That's a quick movie. I didn't watch that many this past week or so. But I'll have more movies and maybe TV shows and uh, books to review on the next show here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And a quick and happy sports update on my behalf is that, uh, well, the Red Sox dropped two to the Yankees. They all, they had the lead, and they crapped all over themselves. And I thought Alex Cora was, uh, and I th still think he's a great manager, going to be. But, uh, you know, you think, oh, okay, they got the, get the new man, you get the lead, you do the right, uh, but the Yankees are a good team. I think it's going to be um, Yankees-Red Sox right up there, of course. And, of course, only one can win the division, but the other one will probably get the wild card because they're both on track to win 80-something games. Uh, barring injury. Now, Dustin Pedroia hasn't come back for the Red Sox, and he'll be back soon, so maybe that will help things offensively. And plus, he's a pretty good shortstop. I think he plays shortstop or second base. So, um, you know, we'll have that. This is a long season to go. Things happen, injuries, but we'll see. But the uh, Celtics have moved on to the Eastern Conference Finals in a nail-biter, 104-102, against the Sixers, the process. And I kind of feel sorry for the Sixers, uh, although they did talk a lot of trash and smack, and they seem to be like jerks. But uh, the coach, Brett Brown, he's from South Portland, Maine. I hope they don't fire him. Uh, I mean... 
they talk about him not calling timeouts, and that was probably bad. And do, but the players got to play, man. They're professionals. They're not little league guys that need guidance. It's not t-ball. You're out there, play. You know I mean, did the coach turn it over two or three times in a row in game two or three? Did the coach blow the 22-point lead? Granted, you know, a lot of coaches won't call a timeout. You're professionals. You play through it. You're making $10 million a year. There's a lot of times when they're down, Brad Stevens doesn't call a timeout. So, anyways, uh, just think how Celt the Celtics are going to be. they got a draft pick. They've got uh, free agency. They could get some players. I mean, Boogie Cousins is a good be, be out there and some other guys. I mean, they're not going to get LeBron. He's going to be a free agent, but he's probably going to the Lakers or somewheres. Uh, when they get Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving back next year with the players they've got, and they may lose Marcus Smart or Terry Rozier because one of them's probably going to go for the salary cap. But um, I'll, I'd take either one of them. I'd keep either one. Marcus Smart for defense and Rozier for offense. Of course, if you get Gar uh, Kyrie back and you get Gordon Hayward back, there's 40 points a game. You really don't need any extra offense. And Jalen Brown can play guard, and they can maybe get another decent guard in the draft. So it's looking good. It's going to be the Celtics versus the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers in the East. And I don't know. You know, they were talking about LeBron all day on TV. He never seems to get hurt. And I hate to say this, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him sprain an ankle or something. That's awful, isn't it, folks? But anyways, in the West, it's going to be what we thought, Golden State versus Houston. And I have Golden State winning that, even though they won't have home court advantage. they got all their guys healthy, and they're all playing. So... I got Golden State, and I'm picking my Celtics, even though it's going to be tough. Um, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And I want to thank you for tuning and listening in. When you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk. Berserk! You left me. Well, this is the end of our show. This is my, this is my theme song. They're coming to take me away because haven't you ever felt like that, folks? I mean, really, that, that someday, you know, the white guys in the white jackets will be out there. <laughs> you know, not that you're going to do anything evil or crazy, but, you know, they say one in four people has some mental issues, and uh, I'm one of them. <laughs> but this, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm mentally ill in a good way. I always said in my comedy act that uh, two things run in my family. Well, alcoholism is one, but other than that... Uh, Youthful looks. We all got that Irish blood. We, I didn't have to shave till I was a senior in college. Baby face. And uh, other thing runs in my family is mental illness. But we're not dangerous. We're just a little out there. So this is the end of my show, the Toxic Wise That Show with Mark Chaplin. I want to thank you for tuning in. Please be with us next time for uh, some laughs and some info, some uh, odd, weird news, hodgepodge, mulligan stew, whatever we can bring you to uh, inform you and make you laugh. And this uh, could be trying times, it seems, between everything that's going on in the world, but it always seemed like that. Even when I was in high school, the Russians, this Cold War, you know, Vietnam, all that crap. I didn't have to go to Vietnam, thank God. I was too uh, young. Missed it by two or three years. But anyways, uh, I did sign up for the draft. Had my draft card and uh, was all legit. But anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. But anyways, we'll see you next time on the Toxic Wise That Show. You have a good week and a good time, and be safe out there. God bless you. Hopefully nobody comes to take you away.
unless it's a good person, maybe on a trip, a cruise, a cruise, cruise liner, something like that. Smile and 